Let us pray. Jesus, come, be here in our midst. Amen. Please be seated. So we are on this journey together in the Gospel of Luke where Jesus over and over again pushes against the traditions and rules of the time. Over and over he reaches to the outcasts and the unclean in, in society and in Judean law and, and talks to them and heals them and, and walks with them. And this morning we're hearing about the healing of lepers, not only in the gospel, but even in, the, in our first reading. But we're also hearing about the Samaritan. We've heard about Samaritans before, and we've heard about lepers before, and often people preach on either or both of these. But there's something else this morning in the gospel. And it's in the telling of this story. It has to do with the location. Where does the scene take place? It takes place not in the village. No, Jesus is traveling, and Jesus is traveling through a region, and not just any region. It tells us he is traveling through the borderlands. The borderlands between Samaria and Galilee, between two communities of people who live separately from one another. Judeans and Samaritans are not mixing here. Their religious practices are different. And we get the message over and over in our scripture that Judeans considered Samaritans to be unclean. So Jesus is traveling between these two communities. And just as he is entering that village, he's not in the village yet. He's putting his foot into that first street of the village and the lepers who are outside also in the borderlands call out to him. And if you've learned about lepers or you've read about this time period, you know that lepers are considered to be unclean and therefore they are not allowed to be in the community. They're not allowed to be in the village. Therefore, they have to live on the edge, in the in-between zone. And at this point in the story, that's all we know. We have ten lepers, they are outside the village, and they are begging Jesus to be healed. So Jesus sends them to the priests, who can declare them clean. But if you notice, we don't hear that they arrive at the temple and then they're clean. We discover they become clean on their journey to their destination. So the healing that happens is still happening while they're in between. On a journey. Now we often, we do not like in-betweens in our own lives. Because they're uncomfortable. We don't like people who are in-between. Whether that is, they're in-between identities of race, nationality, physical identity, sexual identity, citizenship, because we want people to be clearly one thing or another, because that is easier to define. 
in-betweens are messy and they defy categorization. We also don't like people who are between homelands. Whether that's homelessness on the own, our own streets of Philadelphia, that wandering and never being able to be anchored. We don't like refugees because they are homeless. Indeed, this country, up until a couple of decades ago, did not allow dual citizenship. And I remember my mother telling me when she came here and she became a U.S. citizen, she had to denounce her U.K. citizenship. We, as a nation, were not interested in recognizing any other nation to even be equivalent to ours. No dual identity allowed. So this, this in-between can be a wilderness, a wilderness of unknown. And because of who we are as human beings, to manage that wilderness, we create borders. And yet by creating borders around parts of the wilderness and trying to organize it, we create more in-betweens. Because we as human beings are complex, our identities are complex. Nobody fits into just one category. And so the lepers are sent to the in-between due to disease. And there they reside. As I said, our human identities are complex. And because we're human, we live very messy lives. And as I mentioned, even though we live messy lives, we're constantly trying to put them in some sort of order that makes sense that we can grasp. And when things get messy, we simply create new categories, new ways of organizing. We go back and we start again and we create new boxes to check and new laws to keep us all on that straight and narrow path where everything is linear and we know what is happening and it's all predictable. Indeed, in this story, the village is that, that known safe place of law and organization, of streets and houses and communities. And outside the village is our in-between zone. And we prefer God to be in the village because the village is organized. It's rational. We can predict what's going to happen. And Jesus upends this because Jesus is not the God that simply shows up in the village and says, okay, we're going to do things the way you've always done it. Jesus shows up in the in-betweens. Jesus shows up on the margins and in the, the borderlands in the wilderness. Uncomfortable. And Jesus teaches us that this wilderness of the in between is also a liminal space, which on one hand can be terrifying. Think of Jacob wrestling the angel on the bank at night. It can also be a place of transformation where Jesus' healing power transforms us. And the healing that takes place today is exactly what Jesus is teaching us about. And at first, all we know is there are ten lepers. 
We don't know anything else about them. So it's not until they encounter Jesus and Jesus sends them to the priest to be declared clean and one turns back that we realize that one has a different identity from the other nine. And that's when we hear that this man is a Samaritan. And there's a light being shed there that the Samaritan had a double rejection by the Judeans. Not only was he a leper, but he was a Samaritan. So first, is, first Jesus addresses the leprosy. And when the Samaritan turns back and begins to praise God and falls at Jesus' feet, Jesus addresses the second rejection of his identity as a Samaritan. And he says, your faith has made you well. And in that moment, it actually marks his conversion to the Christian faith. And Jesus' message there is that all people can be saved. We often hear about how the Gentiles are to be saved. And Jesus is telling us that the Samaritans are as well. This healing and saving of the Samaritan translates to the universality of the kingdom of God, which has no boundaries. And this is God's promise to us that in these liminal spaces is where healing and salvation can happen. And that we're not alone in those wilderness moments. But when we are there in that in-between, how do we find God in the middle of that? And one of the ways we can do that is with prayer. Prayer, if we are caught in a liminality, prayer for those around us who are stuck in transition, and prayer to how we can dismantle the borders and barriers that we create. And lately I've been reading a text from the 14th century called The Cloud of Unknowing, written by an anonymous mystic asking and teaching how we encounter God's love. How do we enter into that possibility of that liminal space in which the spirit moves? And the author tells us that to enter into the cloud of unknowing, we must first step into the cloud of forgetting. Forgetting the distracting thoughts that pull us away from God. Forgetting the human distinctions that we create. And by letting go of our own ego to become our authentic selves And that's what brings us to that open place of the healing of Jesus and his saving grace. When the lepers call out to Jesus for healing, they are fully open to the possibility. When the Samaritan turns back and runs to Jesus, there is no ego there. He's in that cloud of forgetting and praising the divine for what has occurred. Now, a few weeks ago, I preached on the church as intercessor. Church as the prayer for the world. But, you know, I also think it's important for us as church to understand that church is in the in-between. 
We are called to be church in the in-between. Between God and the world and the world and God, we create that liminal space on this earth for our communities to encounter the healing love and salvation that God provides. Because we are the place people come to when they are in those in-betweens. When people are hurting, when things are difficult, when there is an unknown, when there is a life change, when there is stress, when there is loss. Church is where people find community and love and support. And as we are now entering our stewardship season, I cannot tell you how many of your personal stories I have heard of what brought you to this place, of those moments in your life where you were in between or your family was in between and you came into these doors and you were loved and welcomed and prayed for and with. And so today, I encourage you, in your conversations with one another, and not just today, but in the days to come, to ask each other, what brought you here? And if you've been here for some time, what is it that keeps you here? May we enter into that call of being the in-between space, the safe space for all who enter to encounter the healing presence of God.